You're listening to the Time Creator Podcast, episode 39. Welcome to the Time Creator Podcast. If you're ready to tame your to-do list, get organized and create a more harmonious life, you're in the right place. Join me, Tash Guthrie, as I share real, tangible tips and strategies for creating more time for the people and things that matter to you the most. From inspiring interviews to solo strategy sessions, girl, I've got you covered. So come on, let's start creating time. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Time Creator Podcast. I am Tash Guthrie and I'm so excited that you've created the time to listen in today to my way of planning for an entire week in my life. And I am actually taking you behind the scenes a bit uh, of how I use a daily planner, but with a weekly planning focus, which I know is a little bit contradictory, but stay with me because the way in which you plan your week will determine how you spend the days and the hours in those days and how effective they are in moving you either closer or further away to the goals, the dreams, the vision that you have for your life. So in this episode, I'm going to take you through step-by-step exactly what I do at the start of every single week to help me get super focused, super productive, and plan really effectively for the week ahead. And, you know, with that flexibility in hand as well. And I will talk about that because I want you to be able to sit down at the start of your week, whichever day that is for you, and plan a week that you're proud of. Plan a week that you can look at and go, do you know what? I can see that I am moving closer to the life that I truly want with this plan already made. So I'm hoping that that's what I inspire you to do today. Let's get started. Okay, let's do this. Let's walk through how to set up your week beautifully. And this has come from years of trying out different things, using way back in the day, many different types of planners and planning systems before settling on my own design in the Time Creator. So what I've been able to produce in that product is a combination of all of the things that I had tried and tested over many, many years. And what I really found with a planner is that the planner alone is only going to take you so far. It's what you actually do once you've got that planner that that really matters. So often, you know, we will buy a new planner and we'll go, oh my gosh, I feel so much more organized already. But the truth of the matter is, unless you're using the tool, which is, that's what it really is, is a tool to its maximum effect, are you only going to see the benefits? So make sure you remember that your planner is a tool that is there to help you. And it is there to help you create the time and create the space for the things and the people that matter to you the most. It just helps get your brain totally in order. And I don't know about you, but I know that every year that I get older, I feel like I'm not getting older, but my brain just can't remember things the way that it used to. And seeing things written down visually is really important to me because I can make sure everything's there. My brain doesn't have to hold it and therefore my body isn't responding to the stress of having to remember things and then, you know, spiraling into overwhelm and 
uh, chaos and in my body getting all tense. So the planner is a tool that really just helps my brain and helps my body to cope with overwhelm. And I hope that's what yours is for as well. But it's more than just a schedule. Look, it's more than just, hey, I've got to be at this place at this time. I designed the time creator with more than just a schedule in mind because I knew that my life was not just nine to five. It wasn't just the number of hours in the day. It was really bringing together all of the multifaceted demands of my life and all of the different hats that I wear, all of the different roles that I have coming together into one period of a 24-hour time block. And that has to be really flexible. It has to be fluid uh, and it has to be well planned for it to be effective. So just remember that when you're using your planner, even if you're not using my planner, whichever planner you are choosing to use at this current moment, make sure you remember it is a tool and it's there to help you create the time for the things that are really, really important to you. Now, when I sit down to plan my week, which is usually on a on a weekend, I won't say it's always a Sunday, but it is always on a weekend because that is when I'm not at school. That is when I'm not teaching. That's when my workload is the least in my week. So I feel like I have the mental clarity and the space in my brain to be able to, you know, plan effectively and have that downtime and enjoy the process. Uh, but, you know, it is one small piece, that week is one small piece of a much larger plan that I'm creating for my life. I don't see my life as being just a series of things to do. I see my life as a horizon on which I'm moving towards all the time and that the choices that I'm making in the way that I spend my time either move me closer to that horizon and that that vision or it moves me further away and I, I end up walking the other way or running the other way sometimes. So when I sit down to plan my week, I'm looking at it as a really intentional period of time. I'm being really purposeful in what I'm planning to do in the next seven days and I think of it like a scaffold. And if you've been following me for a little while on Instagram or Facebook, you will hear me talk about scaffolds. And I want you to think of your week like a building under construction. You know, it's not completed, uh, but around that building is scaffolding. And that's there to help keep the structure and integrity of what you're trying to build together. It's there to keep you safe. It's there to help you make sure that you've got a structure. But in the same way, on the flip side of the coin, it's also there to give you some flexibility. So say you're working on the third story, but you see something on the fifth story needs your attention. You can move that scaffolding around and get yourself to where you need to go. And I see my week the same, my time the same as a building under construction. That that scaffold that I'm creating, that plan, is there to help me keep structure it's there to help keep me structured when things fall apart and things change and things go wrong and don't go to plan. But it's also there when I need to be flexible and I know in my brain that's okay. I can I can move things around. It's flexible and the building will not fall down. So do think of your planning forward. Do think of it as being intentional in the way in which you're moving towards what you want and also think of it like it's a building under construction yet still very flexible if you need it to be. 
So the first thing I do when I sit down to do my planning is make sure I have scheduled the time to do it. Look, I don't always get a grand amount of time. You know what mum life is like and business life and work life and friend life and all the different hats. But making sure that you're allocating a day or a time in your week for planning is really, really important. So I like to make sure I've at least got like 15 to 20 minutes and I like to make sure that I have all of my planning tools on the ready. So I'm going to have my planner. My family use um, a pen and paper calendar and that's in our kitchen so that my husband knows what on earth is going on and doesn't ruin all the plans because he just you know oh we're going to do this on this day and it's like no no you did not check the calendar you did not check the calendar so that is there pretty much for his benefit um, but it also is good for my brain too I have to admit don't tell him but we I like to have my planner the calendar any shared calendars or if you've got any other online tools that you use if you're using a google calendar or something like that make sure that you have all of your planning tools together There is nothing worse than trying to make a plan when you don't have everything ready at your fingertips because you will forget something. I promise you, you will forget something. So make sure you have your time and you have all of the materials that you need ready to go. And then this is what I do next. I open up my planner and the first thing, the biggest priority is I schedule in all of my commitments that are coming up in the next seven days. So they're all the where do I need to be at specific times type things. So, you know, appointments, work times. I actually block out in my planner that from eight till four or five o'clock I'm at school because that's time where I'm at work and I can't do any other things. So that is blocked out. If you've got a deadline for something that's coming up, maybe you've got a project due at work or you need to have um, a form or a medical form filled out and submitted by a certain time. Make sure those deadlines go in as well. And I also like to give myself a 48-hour reminder in my planner for this is due in 48 hours because it's often really pretty bad when you get to the day that something's due and you go, oh, poop, that's due today and I wish I'd known that two days ago. So I like to put the deadline day and I also like to give myself a 48-hour buffer just to be sure so that it catches my eye and I've got plenty of time to execute whatever I need to do. I also book in my my meetings uh, or any sessions that I need to attend in the next week. Now, you might have other types of time-specific commitments that you need to put into your planner. So maybe you volunteer, maybe you care for somebody else, maybe you travel certain places on certain days, whatever that is where you need know that you need to be in a certain place at a certain time because you have a commitment, they're the first things to go into the planner because really if you miss something like that, that can be quite detrimental and it has a bit of a roll-on effect to anything else that happens in your week. So my first thing I do is schedule in all of my commitments. The second thing that I schedule in are my non-negotiables. And These non-negotiables are my daily or weekly routines that I can schedule in in advance. So often you might find the same in your home that I have certain days of the week where I do certain things and if I miss that day, those things don't happen that week and then that has a roll-on effect and, you know, affects other areas of our lives. So Have a think about the tasks that you do every day or every week repetitively 
as a routine that you can already schedule into your planner so that it is there staring you in the face when you look at that day of the week. For example, to give you a bit of a real life example, I always do my meal planning and do my Coles click and collect order on a Monday night. And the reason I choose to do it on a Monday night is that it sets us up for the week and my husband can collect those groceries on Tuesday. I know what I'm having for dinner every single night of the week. There are no surprises when I get home and have to work out what on earth to cook for dinner. I'm totally organized with that. Uh, My husband picks up those groceries and it's done for the week. Now, if I don't put the order in on Monday, there will be no picking up of any groceries on Tuesday. And if he doesn't pick up the groceries on Tuesday, guess who has to do the groceries? Me. Me. So you can see where having certain days of the week and getting your family into a routine is really important. Those things actually just go in my planner. Monday night, meal plan, grocery order. Tuesday, Tim picks up the groceries from Coles on his way home from work. They are in the planner and the meal plan is done for the week. But you might have other things that you do. You might have certain uh, cleaning regimes that you have. You might do your bathrooms on a certain day or you might wash towels and bedding on a certain day. Make sure those things are scheduled in in your planner. Uh, If you are one of the people that needs to make sure all the beds are made in the morning, make sure that's scheduled in as an appointment to make sure the beds are made. Nothing better than ticking that baby off. So it is really, really important to have a think about what you're doing every day. One new recent thing for me is that I go to the gym every morning at 5.30, Monday to Friday, 5.30 a.m., I should say. So that goes in my planner because it is something that is non-negotiable to me. It's part of my routine. It's part of my health and wellness. It's a commitment I've made to myself and that goes in every day as well. But you might also have social commitments that you have. Maybe you catch up with certain people on certain days or there's a phone call to certain people that you make as a catch-up on certain days. So maybe you've got a commute on a Thursday afternoon and that's when you're going to ring your grandma on your way home or something that you do every week or a scheduled time that you're going to contact people to do a bit of a catch-up. Make sure those things go in. So the first thing was I schedule my commitments and then I schedule in all of my non-negotiables and my routines into my week. So once you've put in those commitments and you've put in your non-negotiables, what you're probably going to start seeing is a fairly thickened up week. I'm going to say thickened up, like it's starting to look like you've got little pockets of things on each day happening, which is great because instead of just going into each day now with like, oh yeah, I've got some stuff to do, you know what you've got to do and you know when you're going to be able to do them, which is really powerful when it comes to your productivity because you're, you've committed and you are accountable to that time. So you're going to start to see this flush out a bit. And here's where you start to see the beauty of looking at a daily plan rather than a weekly plan because you're able to get really specific. And when you get really specific, you get successful. Now, the third thing that I always do is then flush out my priorities and my to-do list. And I'm not talking about trying to get all the things in my head done. I'm really specific about this. You will have heard on previous episodes or if you're part of my community that I do a brain dump regularly. That means I have some time to sit down and pour from my brain out onto paper all of the things that are bothering me, 
that I've got to remember to do, people I've got to remember to contact, and I get it all out and then I'm able to sift through it. That brain dump is what I call my master list. It's like the running big list of things to do, but they're not in my planner. They're sitting separate. They only come to life and they only get breathed breathed life. I don't even know if that makes sense, but I only breathe life into them once I choose to bring them into my weekly and daily planning. So until I breathe life into them, they're just sitting over there on that list doing nothing, just taking up space. Uh, And then at the start of each week, I have a look at that master list and I go, do you know what? Are any of these things a priority to me this week? And if you're part of my online membership, the time creator momentum, which you should be, I have to add, because it's fabulous. I go through how to actually sort out your master list and sort out your brain dump so that you can prioritize effectively. Uh, That is a separate conversation, but I do like to look at that and bring any priorities into the week. And I schedule them into my to-do list for that week. And I'm very selective of what I can actually do in that time that I have and what I can achieve and what is actually like important to me right now. So that's the first thing, the master list. I bring my to-do list in from there, but there are two other places that I use to bring my to-do list together. The second one are my overall intentions and goals. I have a look at my monthly intentions that I've set. And if you're using the Time Creator Planner, there is a special section at the start of every single month just for your monthly intentions. So I have a look at those and go, great, Are there any things on here that I would like to schedule into my week as a to-do list item or a priority? Uh, Perhaps one of my intentions was to do three 40-minute walks, but I haven't done any yet. So I might like to schedule those in and bring them to life and bring them into my plan. I also have a look at my goals. What are the big goals I'm working towards in the next 30 to 90 days? And are there any actions from those goals that I'd like to bring into my week and work on and work towards achieving that goal? So I bring those in. And I always ask myself, are all of these things that I'm saying I'm going to do actually reflective of the life that I'm wanting to have? Is it where I'm going? Is it that horizon thing? Uh, or is you know something on my to-do list because someone wants me to do it and I felt obliged to say yes? You know Why are there certain things in my daily plans that are there? And are they serving me? What is their purpose? So I always have a look at my bigger picture after I've had a look at my master list. But the third thing, and this is like a trade secret, is I have a look at where I'm going to be geographically every single day for the next seven days. I know. Just have a think about this. Go with me. I have a whole module on this inside the Time Creator Momentum. If you are not on the wait list, you need to be on it because the doors will be opening again in July when the planner launches. So that is just a little little hint, hint. So I have a look at where I am geographically every single day. Say I have to go to work. Well, I know where I'm going to be, which suburb I'm going to be in. But say I have to pick my toddler up from daycare. He has two different daycares. That's two whole different areas of town. So I like to jot those down at the top of my daily page and go, do you know what? I'm going to be in this suburb on this day and that suburb on that day. And then I can ask myself, is there anything I need to do while I'm there? Because why would I make two or three trips if I can do it all in one go? 
Why would I go back specifically for something if I'm already there? So I look at my to-do list, I look at my geographic location on different days and I pull all of those things together to create a more effective use of my time. And that, friends, is how I plan my week. (laughs) Let me just recap quickly for you so you've got the whole picture. First thing, create the time to do your planning. Second thing, write down all of your commitments that you have, time-specific commitments deadlines, appointments, all of those things, make sure they're in. Third thing, make sure then that you can put all of your non-negotiables in, all of your routines, your systems, things that you do on autopilot, schedule those in as well. And lastly, put together, construct your to-do list based on three things. Firstly, your master running to-do list. Bring things, breathe them to life, bring them into your week as you see necessary prioritize the things that are urgent and important. Secondly, bring in your to-do list from your intentions and your goals. And thirdly, your geographic location. Trust me, that one's a game changer. And you know what, when you've done this whole process, you're going to be going, boy, am I good. You're going to be just on top of the world because you're going to have a beautifully planned week. But if you stop there, you are doomed to fail because you have to review Review, 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 reflect. I spend five or ten minutes each night looking at the next day. I can make any quick adjustments that I need. You know, things change. Things pop up and you have to move things around. Remember that scaffold that I talked about? Sometimes you need to do a little bit of construction, uh, reconstruction, and move things around in your week. Don't be afraid to do that. That's that's why we have a planner. Scribble things out, move things around, use it to its potential. You spent money on it, use it to your advantage, use it to your potential. So make sure that you're reflecting daily. Make sure you're going over what's happened in that day. Move things to following days if something didn't happen that needed to. Don't be afraid to move your upcoming schedule around if you need. And if you are regularly coming back to your plan, you're going to feel so much more on top of everything that's happening in your life. You will have the control. The time will go whether or not you're with it or not. Time will just pass as we know. You know, you either get to be in the driver's seat of that time or it will just drive itself. So you have to do that reflection. You have to keep up with what's going on and be consistent with your practice, with your planner and just have fun with it. I just, I, I bloody love it. I love planning and I I love to fill it all out and do all the things. But at, at the end of the day, I think back to some of the things I've been able to achieve and I have to credit the fact that if I hadn't planned to take action on a lot of the things that I was avoiding, I would never have achieved some of the things that I have. And I know you're exactly the same. When you commit to that plan, you commit to the planning process, you can achieve anything. You can take action on things that you never thought you'd be brave enough to do. And because it's scheduled, it'll get done. You are accountable to it and you just get a buzz when you are able to tick things off and go, do you know what? I'm moving forward all the time. So I want to say thank you for joining me for this episode. I hope it's been insightful and enjoyable to hear about how I plan my week and how I use a weekly planning system 
for my daily planning product (laughs) uh, and how that fits together and how that works. And I hope it's inspired you to get your planner out. If you haven't had it out for a while, don't give up. Get it out. We're only in May, people. We've got a lot of months left in the year. Get out that planner and start using it today. Best of luck and keep creating time for the things and the people that matter to you the most because you will never get today back ever. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this week's episode, I'd love you to leave me a review or share it with a friend. And 